0: Welcome back to Life in All Chapters. I'm Amanda Henson, and this is... Brandy Tabor. We are coming back today to continue talking about our self-care. I'm really excited all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's exciting. Yes. I mean, it's exciting because I think uh, after... It's, it's the Tuesday after Memorial Weekend. Yeah. So it's... While well, we're recording, you won't hear it then, but... I think we're both tired and excited.
1: At the same time.
0: Because so much stuff has gone on. Mm-hmm.
1: It has. So I think last episode we had discussed our journey and why we're here and that we were taking different paths to self-care because we neglected ourselves for so long in many ways. Our self-care, our time has been constrained by other things that we have now freed up for personal endeavors. So I'm a little excited about um, a little business venture that I'm on, and I don't want to go into great detail just yet, but we will be talking about it at some point. That's exciting. Uh, However, I'm a little disgusted with the cost of commercial property right now, so that's had me down in kind of in a weird place the last few days, but all of that will come together. So I've been trying to stay on my path to my spiritual and emotional wellness, which is what, while I want to work on physical things, the physical is coming with that spiritual and emotional wellness that I'm focusing on because I'm walking more. I'm out in the woods more. I'm, I'm outside a lot more, um, in the water more. So that journey is really helping me because I think that, I would have went on a rant about the cost of commercial property ten times already if I had not centered myself a little bit.
0: Well and I think that's the key. That's the, the, to me the key to success is within yourself. We have, to, we have to take care of ourselves because most questions that you ask yourself on a mm-hmm. daily ba- basis, you know the answer to. It's digging that answer out what I mean what do I want to be when I grow up you know which is where you're am 41 but your values and and what is it do I really want to do obviously I'm passionate about paying the electric bill and you know the house payment and all, all those things but but what do I want to do with my life which is partially what we're doing here and then like you said you've got your other business ventures the weather I think has been helping like you said you can go outside Mm-hmm. You can go to the water, you can go to the earth, right. you can go to those natural elements that help you recenter, which I think is different for everybody. But I wish more people would try to center themselves within the earth. We were meant to be bare feet. Right. Like we have, and obviously I don't expect you to walk through Walgreens with no <laughs> shoes on, but you know, you're meant to experience life with the earth together, mm-hmm. and we don't do it enough as a society.
1: I don't think that we do. A matter of fact, I think our society tr- drives you away from that. You know, we're more technology-bound than we have been. However, I am excited to see, and I know a lot of people just don't understand the whole getting back to nature. Have you seen these crunchy moms? No. Oh, my gosh. So No,
0: but I want to now.
1: Yeah, so it's like this whole movement, and... I'm I'm guessing they're either very young millennials or is it Gen Z that's next? I don't ask. Yeah. I don't. I don't so, like to put people in a box. So. Me either. But they're they're very young individuals compared to me. They're probably in their twenties, young children, and they make their own clothes and they make items in their house. They can goods like you know our aunts are great Aunt Dolly used to do
0: and oh, grandma yeah. and if I never seen have green the kids beans.
1: sitting <laughs> snapping green yeah. beans. But they're very natural driven and will even refuse to use styrofoam and things if they go somewhere public. Which there's some extreme extremism extremism there for me, but I admire what they're doing and how they do it and that they're not letting society pave their
0: way for them I, I, I'm with you there I think that it's great that I didn't I didn't realize you was you have the to older, check it out <laughs> I do I mean I have noticed that there's a lot of young people that are doing mm-hmm. things like canning and mm-hmm. and that's fantastic I mean it's expensive I can't imagine they're saving any money but at least they know what they're putting in their body because I know jars alone are outrageous yeah and then of course you can reuse them but then you have to sterilize them and you gotta get new lit yeah. it's a whole thing but you know what you're putting in your body
1: if they have the time.
0: Whereas I can go to the big box store and get a can of green beans for 49 cents. So, that's yeah. what...
1: I think it's just more about the healthiness, but... No, I it love just it. it. I just love that they're getting back into nature more. And to be honest, I'm a little jealous because I obviously, probably more so than you, try to separate myself from society... Uh, not society as a whole but during certain hours of my life you know yeah. certain days certain times i try to turn my electronics off as often as i can and you know i struggle with social media and using it so
0: no well being such a strong empath i you have to disconnect I yourself think so. because you you get to it affects you physically mm-hmm. as well as mentally so you have to be careful with that so it's it's nice to see that you were able to yeah, to branch out and see some of that stuff, and I think that you've been learning how you can do it.
1: Like, I think so, and how to protect myself while I do it, I think is the key. And uh, which a
0: lot of people can uh, can learn from that. There are so many people that don't realize. I think that's the reason we have so many internet trolls, because people haven't learned to balance themselves. Right. To interact with people. You're not getting your
1: dopamine or your serotonin anywhere else. So this is where you keep coming to.
0: And some of the, you know, I personally know a few people that are kind of internet trolls, but in in real life interacting with them, they don't behave that way. And I don't think that they're like bad people that are finally getting the opportunity to show that they're bad people. I think that they have some sort of inability to manage their emotions when reading something or maybe they have comprehension issues and when they read it, they take it as a personal attack. So then they go on an attack. Mm
1: -hmm. I've noticed that too, sometimes um, because I have been on social media more and I've been reading comments more and interacting with people more because I used to just watch, you know, I'd look at family photos and I'd get off of there. But with all the changes in our lives and with us doing the podcast and Things like that I've been trying to really get into social media and I know how to use it but I don't think that I put myself out there to interact with people so I have been and there are these people that will make these comments almost as if they don't mean to even it be received they don't even want it's just a comment for themselves it's out of the blue random and then you'll find people attacking them and it was just a, their own thought. It's, yes, it's people, like it automatically came out their thumbs.
0: Yeah, it's really strange. And you'd think, you know, why would you? But attacking each other is not okay. No. You don't have to agree with that comment. And
1: So, to clear, you said trolls. Um, at the risk of sounding like I just crawled out of a box. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> internet trolls. These are people that monitor people, follow them all the time and are always stirring They don't necessarily have to follow you
0: all the time. They're just people that
1: like the drama.
0: They like the drama, they feed it, they they antagonize it, and then if you're not careful, you'll feed the trolls because they're making snarky, rude comments or just being mean and and then you'll try to explain something to them and try to get them to behave right. like a normal human. So, so So it just feeds them and and they just continue to harass you, right. like and
1: like they get off on irritating people. Yes, okay. And so I've seen a few of those, and totally makes sense, but these are the people that will comment about how fat someone is when they're on doing a weight loss journey video, or they'll comment about someone's hair color. When the video was about lions and tigers and bears,
0: they just have a random mean (laughs) or unnecessary comment, and they're everywhere. I personally just ignore them.
1: Well, we don't have a saying. We have the saying, you know, if you don't have anything nice, don't say anything at all. We need a saying for texting and commenting.
0: Yeah. Well, and my 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 personal no, and my personal reminder is, if it's not going to add or enhance this experience Mm -hmm. it doesn't need to be said yeah it doesn't matter if it's true because maybe someone is fat they probably already know you don't need to tell them like it's it's just not necessary it doesn't matter if someone has bad acne Mm -hmm. they probably already know you don't need to point it out there are just things that don't add to the experience and if it doesn't add to the experience it's an inappropriate comment to me if somebody's having a great day and you want to be like, congratulations, that's awesome, I'm here for you, that adds to the experience. Yeah. A lot of people don't add anything. They they, they almost take it away. Yeah. And well, it's not theirs to take.
1: I can see where people lose their peace, though, with social media. And where you get addicted to it, the likes, the... you know, And I've read studies on it. That's one of the reasons why I don't use it as often as... Most people my age do, but the the dopamine surge that you get when someone likes something, or you know, the comments and just the, the interaction gratification, yeah, and it just it just it could be very addicting. And then I I'm this is a whole different story, and I know y'all are gonna think I'm crazy or crazier than what you already think I am, but the cell phone situation is unreal with the privacy issues and settings but you could get and i only bring that up because you can get lost in the advertisements alone in your social media because it's tailored specifically to you yeah and we you and i both know that i'm aware of this because years ago i used that same thing to my advantage to convince my husband
0: we need a new living room furniture. Well that's and what it works there for it works and it <laughs> works on us. This and it's a great thing in a lot of ways. Whenever i have been looking for something I've an internet searching for it and then all of a sudden these ads start popping up and maybe I just found a great and deal because of this. So it's great in a lot of ways.
1: Or getting connected to a therapist or a life coach or something like that. Because once you Google it your advertisements are going to match unless you have
0: your settings set up not to allow that type yeah. of privacy. So it can be a great thing. It can be a great tool. I feel like my best case or my the best way for me to do it is I expect absolutely zero privacy on this device. And I feel like that's, it's it's to me it's like a loaded gun. Do you know how many guns are loaded? All of them. Right. You treat every gun like it's loaded. I treat everything on this device like anybody can get a hold of it because to me, there's no, I have no expectation of privacy on this. Yeah. This isn't, this isn't my own personal home. It's not the safe that's in my house. This is public. Mm -hmm. Your Facebook is public. It doesn't, somebody's going to steal your meme. It's going to happen. Somebody That's what they're might... designed for, right? It is. That is what they're designed for. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why people get so mad. Like, steal my meme. Thank you. Like That means you liked it. Yeah. Right? Flattery. It's but... it's all
1: marked appropriately so that it traces it, back whoever, to you. Whoever right?
0: actually made it. Mo- I promise yeah. you, I did not make any of those memes. I stole them from someone else. <laughs> so please steal them. And you didn't make them either, most of you. So stop. But... There's no privacy on that. Your Facebook is not private. If you post pictures of your kids, you don't get to get mad because somebody liked it or shared it. I understand that you may not want everybody to have pictures of your kids, so don't post them. And
1: there's a lot of people that don't want their kids on social media. And so they shouldn't post them. I think is a
0: respectful I think so too. And it's not and I'm not saying that not I'm for going me. to my kids yeah, are on there. Mine but. too. But and it's not that I want to share pictures of your kids. It's the fact that if you put them on the internet, you should have zero expectation of privacy there. You put that there. Right. It is not a private entity, even if your settings are set up privately. It's it's, it's reasonably still private. It's right. Anybody can screenshot that.
1: It's not private. Well, and this brings us kind of circles us back around to the finding your peace thing because you have to be able to live with the consequences. And if you post something that you think is private because you had the setting set to just the people tagged, then it gets out there, and you're upset because you took a booty pic on the sink in your bathroom, and now your mom and dad saw it. Or you
0: if you know, post it on the internet, it's it. out
1: there for anyone. I would never. I I could never post anything like that. But I accidentally
0: have. <laughs> I have accidentally almost shared things like you know you go to a photo and you like click share and you're gonna sit you gotta be really careful yeah but my point is I don't have anything that I have things that I wouldn't necessarily want people to see in my life obviously yeah but you can't put things on your phone whether it's in your photos or it, attached it's to not private it's in the cloud
1: yeah. it's even your little locked um, folders that you hide stuff People in People can see it.
0: Have you noticed the thumbnail on that is the last photo you put in there? Like your life, live. Yeah. <laughs> Which is... Yeah. It is well, what it is. You know. <laughs> somebody's going to find it. Yeah.
1: Well, I could see... I, I'm really excited, though, to integrate social media into my life more because I see its benefits. Um, I just know that I have to be careful with that balance of... Because I'm a very private person. Yes. And... Which will change. I've evolved a little, I'm not as private as I used to be but a lot of that was guarding my reputation because I felt like I had to. Now I'm at an age where I just don't give a crap. You know. I mean, probably do a little bit more than I want to but anyway so you just have to be careful and find that balance because I don't want it to consume me. I also want to benefit from it in a personal and professional way and I think that Probably in the past I've made comments that really shared my personal points and views on certain things that I wouldn't even touch with a 10-foot pole today. Yeah. So, but that's out there. It's going to be out there forever. It's already there. Yeah, people are already researching it, you know. Yeah, and who cares? What did Brandy say that was
0: controversial? And, you know, the other thing is your opinion or my opinion for Mm -hmm. that matter could be different than it was 15 years ago
1: you, oh, could, you could
0: find something yes I mean imagine <laughs> that but you could find something where I absolutely hated this or, or loved this but in the years since I have learned and grown mm-hmm. I've decided that that's no longer how I feel or maybe I've been educated in some way it's so frustrating to me that you people will dig something up on you from 20 years ago and use it against you yes and I'm not that person anymore or you know what I actually am still that person but I've grown, I've changed, I've learned things. If you don't like me because of something I did twenty years ago, I'm sorry for you.
1: You know what I think people do that for? And we're kinda all over the place today, but I like we where are. this is going. Whatever, it's fine. But I think people do that because if if you have said or done something and you've grown, it's because somewhere between that point that you said or did something you thought was right, and then later you realized it was wrong. In that timeline, little things occurred, or one big thing could have occurred, that set you straight. And maybe you have guilt and regret for that, and that's why you evolved. Most people do not forgive themselves. So if you haven't went through the process to forgive yourself for whatever that was, and allow... You, you to accept who you are now and move forward and not let that eat you up. Most people let that eat them up, secretively usually. And that's where we carry st- tension in our bodies. We carry these things that we've done and we forget to forgive ourselves. And then yes. everybody knows that about themselves. And... So if I'm that way, I can manipulate you or hurt you because I know you're probably regretting it too. So not only am I going to hurt you, but we also have all the opinionated people in the world that aren't going to care or acknowledge that there's a growth module that you have to go through in life and that there are timelines that change you and those people are going to
0: try to eat you up too. And And it's a vicious cycle. It is. It's terrible. And you know... Everybody hates something that they've done or something about themselves or everybody has something. And what I've learned in my own life is sometimes, and I try not to do this now because I've learned, sometimes you'll see that something about you in someone else Mm -hmm. and you automatically dislike this person or don't want because you see what you hate about yourself in that person. And you can't forgive yourself or whatever that is. So you're lashing out at that person because it's easy. Mm -hmm. And because that's a way for you to lash out at that part of yourself that you hate without hurting yourself. Right. And that is normal. Mm -hmm. But we have to do better.
1: I I think it's part of the growth process is discovering how your emotions are actually a trigger... You're not meant to stay there. It's a trigger for you to stop and reflect why that emotion arose to begin with. Jealousy. A very valid... You, especially women, we are... Sorry, ladies. I have to say we are notorious for this. And there are men that are too, so maybe I shouldn't genderize it. But we will eat another person up that has something we want. Whether it be a man... A woman, a child, a car, beauty, curly hair, long hair, whatever it is. Jealousy, and we don't even realize that's jealousy. As we're growing up and we're doing it, it's just how women are. We're catty. And then one day you just flip a switch and you go, Oh, I did all of that because I was jealous of that person.
0: You know what I think is great now, though? I really see a brand new culture emerging where we can celebrate each other before you had to be competitive and i felt like i was pitted against this person like we were in some sort of contest about who was smarter, who mm-hmm. looked better, who did better. And while i feel like competition is healthy, we can be, we can compete and still lift each other up. Right. I want to beat my records. I want to beat my my best Obviously, if it's a competition, I want to beat you too. But I don't want to beat you down into the ground. I want to win.
1: I want you. I want you to be there again for me to compete later.
0: Exactly. I want a strong I up, competition. Right. I want somebody to compete with. And then at that finish line, I want us to shake hands and mean it. Mm-hmm. And I want you to come back and try to beat me. And I hope you do beat me, and if, so that I can, I, so that I have a reason to come back and try to right. beat you again. We can all win at certain things. And there's always going to be somebody that's better than me. And there's always going to be somebody that I'm better at something than they are. And it's okay. It's okay. Do the best that you can. Well, I don't want to take us off on a a total
1: political twist to this. But we have a few more minutes. And... I think that it's important in the future that you and I sit down and discuss different things that are going on in the world today. As it comes to our race, our gender, sexual preferences, and just, you know, I and I'm talking about states' rights, the overturning of Roe v. Wade, all kinds of stuff going on right now that you and I need to discuss, but this brings us to kind of a twist on that. When, as women, we're raised to be prettier than, to be better than, to compete with each other and we're raised by women that don't get along with other women and we pick up those traits and we pass those traits on and on. Do you think for a second that that is a behavior that the society wants in us so that we are left without some of our rights? And that, so that our rights remain pliable in the hands and the powers that be?
0: I think that that is extremely accurate. I feel like I am not against men. I love men. I love men. I love women. I love people. I think that we all bring something to this table, but let me tell you something. Women are powerful. Women are strong. We have a lot of emotions, and sometimes we let those get in our way, but women are strong. We can do. The women that I know... They can raise a family. They can work outside the home. They can do very strong physical labor. They can do very intense mental work. Women truly are capable of anything in this world. And I feel like our society, it it brings us together to be against each other. Because if we unite and we support each other and we celebrate our strengths we will not let people control us because we realize if we get together what we're capable of and that in no way. And like I said, I'm not hating on men. I love men, 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 people are supposed to do what they're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. We are, we are all great. Men are great too. I'm not dogging them out. Don't want a bunch of haters, but women aren't the weak people that we were always made out to be the weaker sex, the gentler sex. We're not, we're strong. We are capable of anything. And, and I know more, a lot
1: more rotten women than I do men. Oh yeah. To be honest. Yeah.
0: But I mean I feel like we're we're pit against each other so that we don't see that we don't see our strengths, we don't see our true value, we don't see and we can be oppressed because we allow it. There are so many people how many women do you know they're like, Well, I don't really have a lot of female friends, I get along better with men.
1: Oh, tons. And I used to feel that way myself. I did
0: too, because we were pitted against each other. Mm-hmm. We weren't in a place where we could feel like we could support each other.
1: So let's, let's bring that to another twist, too. Um, I was watching a show, and I'm not going to get into the details of the show. I love it. But it talked about, went into intimacy between men and between women and how we are... From very young, we're told that intimacy with the same sex is wrong. But intimacy and sexual attraction are two different things.
0: Completely separate.
1: So in that, you turn to your best friend for a nurturing person and you share an intimacy with that person. But we're very guarded when it comes to letting other women in Because we were trained that way.
0: We were trained that I can't trust her because she will stab me in the back. She will use my weaknesses against me. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we're trained by ourselves. I'm not blaming anyone for training me that way.
1: No, and it's just what you pick up from your environment or how you process things.
0: But I also feel like sometimes we attract what we are. So I feel like sometimes when I'm not being a good friend...
1: Okay. I see. And then my friends aren't being
0: a good friend... Is it my fault? And I don't mean that in a poor pity me somebody's attacking me way. I mean, have I been a good friend?
1: So it's almost like the universe or God, however you want to look at it, is putting that, you, or you're pulling it's a it mirror. to
0: yourself so and it's that you can reflect me. yourself. It's showing me that I'm not being a good friend. If we I could get, apply that to everything in and, our lives. And we should. Because my thing is, if, if we're mad at each other and I start telling stuff about you that I shouldn't tell about you, that was a secret that you trusted me with I'm automatically not going to trust other women because if I will tell stuff on you how can I expect to trust other women yeah because I'm not trustworthy so I'm reflecting that onto you so you're projecting it. Yes.
1: So not only are we bringing, whether we're manifesting that into our lives, God's putting it there, the universe, whatever, whatever you it believe, is that's being brought to you so that you have a mirror image of yourself, but also you can project the dark part of you that you don't like, maybe you necessarily aren't even aware of, and project it onto other people.
0: That's what I'm saying. I, I feel like we need to learn to reflect on ourselves. Hmm and decide, am I mad at people? Because you hear people all the time, I'm just going to go sit here with these dogs because I trust dogs and I don't trust people. Then maybe you're not the kind of person people should trust. Maybe that's something about yourself that you're projecting because Mm -hmm. I will tell you something, I'm around people all the time. And they're so great. There are so many different levels of what you see people doing and accomplishing and you see them saying things to each other and you see them doing things for each other there's some bad, don't get me wrong there's people that are that are whispering behind your back and this and that but people tell me a lot of stuff you know, I work as a bartender sometimes people say things around a bartender they're not even talking to the bartender sometimes you just hear it because you're there so I see and hear a lot of things people don't think anybody else knows about them or that they've said and I will tell you of all the things I hear, 90% of it is good. 90% of it is people conspiring to do good for this world or for other people or rescuing animals. Or There is that 10%, and some, but that 10% we get so emotional and enraged over that that's what we focus on. We hyper-focus on that negative because it affects us more strongly than all these people whispering about they bought groceries and slipped it onto the neighbor's doorstep because they knew that they weren't working right now and needed the money. And just little things like that that you hear, those things I hear so much more often. So I think it's made me reflect on myself to make sure that I'm being the kind of person I want to be friends with. And if I can be a good friend, then I will attract good friends. Right. And I have great friends, don't get me wrong, I have a lot of them. And then I have a lot of acquaintances, you know how that goes. Uh-huh. But I do feel like we need to reflect on ourselves and do... Do what we want. Like you said, that old saying, do unto others as as you would want them. And that's what we all need to do. Yeah. And we're going to have to wrap this up soon because I forgot to take my allergy pill. And I'm literally (laughs) pouring water out of my right
1: eye. I see that. Well, I have some allergy pills in there. So, well, we appreciate you guys listening. And we'll touch base on a few of these topics again later on. And we hope that you'll join us to see what we have to say next time. Thanks.